Ever since the Enlightenment and various changes that's happened to our world in the last few hundred years, we've moved into a world that worships logic. People who lived a thousand years ago didn't worship logic. Most of them didn't even know what logic is. They were extremely superstitious. Think of the Dark Ages. Even ancient Greece. I was watching a fascinating talk that ancient Greece, that we often like to see as the fathers of democracy, they were extremely spiritual in their beliefs. Spiritual doesn't necessarily mean that they were right or that they were godly. They believed in 200 different gods, um, the Athenians. But there was this knowledge that abstract is very much part of reality. In today's day and age, that doesn't make any sense, right? We live in a world of scientific fact. I mean, besides all the people who don't believe in scientific facts. But if you're a logical person, you consider yourself, you know, part of the sophisticated bunch. People who see things for what they are and don't uh, believe in falsehoods. So... Logic is the be-all and end-all, right? Wrong. I'm not anti-logic. I love logic. I hope what I'm even telling you now is logical. But logic is overrated. Let me explain. This Shabbos is called Parshas Para. The Parsha of the ox, or rather the cow. What exactly is that? We're going to read the story of the red heifer. We're going to read that... God commanded the Jewish people that in order to take people who are ritually impure, practically they touched a corpse, or they were surrounded by death in some way, or touched anything else that's not of the highest purity, they have to be sprayed by the waters of purification, and those waters of purification had ashes from a red heifer that were mixed into it, and somehow it purified them. Ironically, the Kohen, the person who used the waters to spray, the person would become impure. So, in the famous statement of the Talmud, it purified those who were impure and impurified those who were pure. Makes no sense. And how in the world does a red heifer purify? So there are various Kabbalistic you know, ideas behind that, but fundamentally, we're told it's a chuk. It's a chukah. It's a chuk. It doesn't make any sense. It's one of those mitzvahs that is not logical. In God's mind, it's logical. In other words, there is a logic to it, but not human logic. So why did God have to make mitzvahs like that? Why couldn't God just make the whole religion with mitzvahs like don't kill, don't steal? And, you know, even Pesach, it makes sense. Yeah, we went out of Egypt. We didn't have leavened bread. Why do we have to have the mitzvahs that don't make sense? Because fundamentally, if all the mitzvahs make sense, you're not serving God, you're serving yourself. You're serving your own logic. By having some mitzvot that make no sense, it just reminds us that this relationship is much bigger than us. Think of a marriage. If whatever you do to your husband or your wife, for them rather, is what makes sense to you, then you're not really doing it for them. You're doing it for you. Yeah, it makes sense for me to like do this for you because that's what husbands do. That's what wives do. But you're not showing commitment necessarily. You're just showing you're a good person. How do I know I'm committed to this individual that I do things that to me make no sense? Even idiosyncrasies, in my opinion, I'll still do it for that individual. So what inspired this talk? What inspired this talk is that uh, this week I had a very unfortunate circumstance of being with a family who went through an unspeakable tragedy, the loss of a child.
and it's at moments like this that you just sit there saying, gosh, Logic, you are so overrated. I don't know why. Why? No, no, there's no why. How could God do something like this? I don't know. Is there a reason? I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a reason in God's mind, but is there a reason you and I can understand? I don't think so. And the truth is, even if we could understand it in our mind, would our heart be able to understand it? Should our heart be able to understand it? Is that what the plan is? I believe that one of the reasons that God did not explain hardship is that we shouldn't accept it. <clears throat> Had God explained us why people go through misery, we would become docile, we would just become passive. And every tragedy we would say, yeah, whatever, they deserved it, or that's what was supposed to happen. No, no. Hashem wants us to be angry. Hashem wants us to scream out and say, Ad matai, till when? Enough? Enough. This is getting ridiculous, Hashem. That's not an act of disfaith. It's not an act of the unfaithful. It's not an act of betrayal. It's an act that says, God, you created me as a human being. You gave me logic. And yes, I will worship you and I'll stay committed to you in moments that make sense and moments that don't make sense. But please, God, you've also made me human. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't sit well in my heart. It doesn't sit well with my moral code. It doesn't feel fear. It actually feels cruel. God, here's the options. Take it away or lead us into a better world in which this is non-existent. Because as long as we're human beings, we can never accept this. And you told us never to accept it, so we never will. Logic is overrated. It cannot be the be-all and end-all of life. We need faith as well. But at the same time, God did create us logical beings. So we understand whatever we can understand. That's why we don't just stay ignorant about our heritage. We try to understand whatever we can. At the same time, we do not worship logic as the be-all and end-all understand this so much more. And that paradox of appreciating logic for what it is, not overrating it, at the same time asking God to make a world that just fits better and makes more sense is part of the paradox of being part of the faithful. But whoever said faith was easy?